0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know what's Taz and moose. You know what's Taz and moose. Hey.
1: All right, it is Taz the Moose with you here on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quick and Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Simple as that. 855-212-4227. And that's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free live. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your Car insurance. Mark Herzlich is going to join us in a little bit. Uh, Run around the National Football League with him, former linebacker, star at Boston College with the New York Giants as well. Let's kick off this hour, Taz,
0: with the three. It is now time for The Three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose, number one. Falcons Sunday Night Thriller versus the
1: Eagles. No, it was a thriller, Taz. Uh, Back and forth, kind of tail tale of two halves when you look at Philadelphia once again uh, for them. Uh, You know, they held on. Defense was able to make some plays. uh, You know, at one point in time, down 17-6, were able to rally, actually take a... You know, twenty to seventeen lead. Uh, Falcons fourth and three. Big uh, catch on a fourth and three. Uh, wide receiver, wide receiver bubble to uh, Julio Jones. Great blocking, as you pointed out by Matthews and all I like, And uh, he scrambles and and uh, runs fifty three yards for a touchdown. Then their defense holds on late as the Eagles drive inside the Falcons twenty yard line.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Um, just a <clears throat> huge win uh, for Atlanta at home. It's a, it's, a, it's big. They're sitting one-on-one now. The Eagles are one-on-one. I mean, one on manageable. is manageable. Really, you don't want to be 0-2, obviously. So if you one one-on-one, I understand it stinks for the Eagles. And Wentz, you know, not exactly uh, wasn't great. But, you know, he had two two interceptions and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't know if he's 100% physically good. But who knows? But... The thing is, uh, at least they're one and one if you're Eagles. I know they have a very hardcore fan base. But, yeah, and, and that play that we talked about a lot with Julio Jones shows his athleticism. That bubble screen on the outside. Great block, as you said, and, and by Sanu and Matthews. But the thing is, man, um, he really is a special kind of wide receiver. I mean, you know, is he the best wide receiver in the NFL? He probably is. I mean, you're splitting hairs or maybe him and Antonio Brown. Uh, let's see if Beckham does something. Uh, you know, he's done some great stuff in his career too. But, but still, I mean, Julio Jones. I mean, he's just, you know, he, he had two touchdowns, 106 yards, just, just, uh, just, just played great. So, and the defense played pretty good too. So, uh, you know, uh, it was a good game. It was a good hard hitting NFC game, which you expect to see the Falcons and, and the, uh, the Eagles.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, here is Julio uh, talking about that final touchdown, courtesy of the NFL Network.
2: First thing first, um, just try to get the first down. Um, Muhammad threw a great block for me. Without that, it, it, you know that play wouldn't even be possible for me to uh, go down and score. But uh, once he sprung me, and it was one on one, man, a safety, a foot race. You know, um, I had, I have wow. credit around here. I can't Wait. let nobody run me down. Hold on a second. Wait a minute, what? Muhammad Sanu? He did throw a good block for you, Julio. Did you see number seventy?
1: Yeah, Jake Matthews threw a good block as well.
2: That's the block that sprung the whole freaking play, dude. Wow. How does he not even give the love to the old lineman? That's an outrage. Sorry. (laughs) After my hot take earlier, I had to
1: follow it up with that. Well, that was your play of the week. Here is Matt Ryan on um, uh, what the victory does for the team. When you go through these tough battles against good teams, uh, and it doesn't all go your way. I mean, there's ups and downs, and and you find a way to kind of battle through that and get the job done. Uh, Those are the things that good teams do and you find ways to, to get it done when it's not perfect. Uh, I think that's really good for the psyche of our team. And Yeah, no doubt about it, Taz, uh, for the Falcons. Uh, not a perfect claim, game, not the cleanest of games, but uh, a victory nonetheless. Now they're 1-1, one and one, as are the Philadelphia Eagles, And what was a very, very un- entertaining Sunday night game.
0: Number two. Drew Brees and Big Ben suffer injuries. Wow, she was back, huh? Yeah?
1: Yes, that is is back, you. yes. Wow. Here is Breeze talking about that hand injury after yesterday's loss for the Saints out in L.A.
3: Hit my thumb on uh, Aaron Donald, so we'll see. Here's to Jared Cook. Yeah, I'm on the third down play, yeah. I did, I got x-rays, but I'm meeting with a specialist here very soon, and we'll, we'll see what he says.
1: Yeah, so he said he's concerned about this right thumb injury, Taz. He tried to pick up a football and uh, could not during the course of the game. If you see the picture that was posted by a, a Saints beat writer that was, as he was addressing the media, his right hand was behind his back. They snapped a photo. It's almost like he had a, like a soft cast that and a wrap in which the thumb was wrapped as well. Not completely wrapped, just more at the base of it than anything else, but... Um, he stayed out in Los Angeles. He's going to meet with a hand specialist. He said there's concern. Obviously, if he's out, that changes the complexion of that Saints season.
2: Yeah, we talked about this a lot earlier, um, about this game and about the situation with, with Drew Brees uh, going down with that thumb. And it's uh, if you want to hear the whole conversation, go listen, download Taz and the Moose for free. Every day you can do that at Apple Podcasts and Radio.com or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. you can download Taz and the Moose every day. We do three hours every day, right? So, You guys are busy, it's tough to hear the whole three hours, you know, so that's when you utilize the podcast, but regardless, um, Teddy Bridgewater, I thought played okay You know, coming in there, I mean, initially he was a little bit of a deer in the headlights, but then he got his his act together in there and started playing better, um, you know, for the Rams. I'm not implying that he's Drew Brees, but he started getting a little connectivity going with with the great Michael Thomas, uh, who had 13 catches, uh, I'm sorry, 10 catches for 89 yards, so um, we'll see what happens. If Bridgewater now this week can be working with the Ones, and if you can get a flow going there, mm. um, we'll see. But no, to the point that, that, that you made earlier, and I was um, with you on your point, he's not not Drew Breeze. This changes the Saints' future this year. If yeah. Breeze is going to be out a significant amount of time, we'll, well see.
1: And, and also, you know, Breeze is, is older too, Tess. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and he wasn't throwing the ball deep already. You've seen the age take effect and, uh, on his arm strength too. So now you throw in this kind of thumb injury. You know, hope for the best, but. Oh, anytime the player and the player knows has an idea. You know, yeah. X-rays were negative, so that's. I mean, it's great that there's no break, but there's obviously something of significance in that injury. I'm not going to play doctor. I, I don't know what it is, but he's staying out in LA to visit a hand specialist. You know, if he's playing this week, it seems like odds are he won't be. We'll just see how how much time Drew Brees is missing because he knows his body better than anybody right. else. You talking about a quarterback that's also in his early 40s.
2: Yeah, and then we were talking about this earlier. I was saying it just takes longer for guys to recover. And to rehab, the older you get, the, the longer it takes your body to get back in playing shape. And he's far from a spring trick chicken. He's got a, lean, a lot of lean muscle on him. He's not overweight and stuff like that, meaning Drew Brees. So I do think maybe he's, he looks like he's in great shape. Obviously, he's an NFL player. I know that. But he's lean. He's got a lot of lean muscle. You can tell. I can tell looking at him. Uh, his arms, at least. You can see his body and it's the way he's always looked his career. So I do think that can help him in the recovery process or to speed it up a little bit. Um, but I'll tell you what, man. Uh, once once the Rams defense, who uh, they're they a tremendous defense. Actually, on my fantasy team, that's my defense. I, I, I didn't love I think got something like eight, nine points. I can't remember for a defense. They were flying around the friggin' field. Once they saw that Priest was out and that Bridgewater was in there, Lordy B, man, they were bringing the wood, boy. They were coming. And uh, Saints was smothered, man. They They couldn't do much. I mean, so... You know, got whooped 27-9, but that defense for the Rams needs, to, needs some credit.
1: Yeah, they, they they did play much better. Um, and McVay talked about their effort offensively and defensively in the second half. And then you go to Pittsburgh, Taz, as the Steelers are now 0-2 on the season. The Seahawks are 2-0. and Seattle goes into Pittsburgh, find a way to win 28-26 the final. Uh, and in the loss, Roethlisberger, an inability to finish the game. Right elbow injury. Uh, We'll know more about that significance of that right elbow injury today, tomorrow here moving forward, but Mason Rudolph, the former Oklahoma State star, stepped in, and as you mentioned, played very, very well in his stead. He's just not Roethlisberger, and now you're looking at a a Steeler team where Roethlisberger's out with an elbow injury. We'll see the significance. Uh, James Conner, star young running back, hurt his knee in the game as well. We know no Le'Veon Bell. We know no Antonio Brown-Taz. Yeah. I mean, things are changing in Pittsburgh very, very quickly.
2: Yeah, you're not kidding. Um, and I was reading a tweet from uh, Adam Schefter. He said a decision is expected today on whether Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger will need elbow surgery per league sources. Uh, Ross, Roethlisberger wants to avoid it at all costs, but ultimately you know, it depends what the doctors say. So hopefully for, for Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers and their fan base, you know, uh, that doesn't have to happen for Ben if that's the case. well, oof. Yeah, yeah, tough one. It's a here, tough is, one. Yeah. here
1: is Roethlisberger after the game on the – here's Tomlin, I should say, after the game
2: on the injury. Ben had an elbow injury to his right elbow. is being evaluated. He wasn't able to return. We didn't change the offense for him. Uh, Mason's capable, man. He's been a part of this thing. He's the backup quarterback. Uh, we're capable of functioning in a very normal manner when he's in there, and we did.
1: Yeah, and you knew that they were comfortable with Mason Rudolph when they're trading their, their backup Josh Dobbs, the former Tennessee star, to tennis, uh, to Jacksonville after the Foles injury. Um, so Rudolph steps in. Remember when a couple years ago when they drafted Mason Rudolph and Roethlisberger was yeah, all yeah. ticked
2: off? We talked about that. And we I talked down, that. He yeah. said,
1: uh, you know, focus on the here and now. Well, we're dealing with the here and now right now, As yeah. It looks yeah. like Mason Rudolph is going to get major burn at quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers just year two as a Steeler.
2: Yeah, and, and, you know, Florida Steel is now sitting 0-2-2 just lost that game to the Hawks at home, which is tough. Uh, and, you know, now you got to surround yourself around Mason Rudolph at least for next week. I think they play the Niners. I think they play the 49ers. I think they're, they're – yeah, they're, and they're in San Fran, I believe, too. So you're that's, on the road against a hot – That's going to be tough. Jimmy G, yeah, man. That's, that's going to be tough. Be rough, man. That is going to be for the – For Mason Rudolph to go now on the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough spot. Tough, tough. Tough.
1: tough. We'll yeah. see. And we'll see if – uh and Taz gave you the Schefter tweet. We'll see what that decision is, whether or not they have to have surgery on that right elbow for Roethlisberger or not. All right, next
0: number three: Antonio Brown TD in debut for Patriots.
1: Yes, he did have a touchdown in his debut for New England as the Patriots just absolutely throttled the Miami Dolphins, who uh, really should not be suiting up and playing every week. Uh, they are <laughs> they are a brutal. I mean, they are a brutal team. They lose that game 43 to nothing. They had 11 first downs. The Miami Dolphins had 184 total yards of offense, 142 through the air. You know, they turned the football over on four occasions. It, it was an absolute and complete butt-whipping by the Patriots, and you saw Antonio Brown, Mr. Number 17 in all, uh, get four catches, 50-plus yards, Taz, and a touchdown, And which you could debate that maybe there should have been offensive pass interference called on that play because he pushed off a little bit on the defensive back but still was not called. They did not reverse the call on the field. Um, and it really would not have mattered. I mean, the disparity between the two, is it's embarrassing. And I mentioned it earlier, Taz, I think Miami might be the worst team I've seen in the NFL in 10 years. Yeah, they're
2: horrible. Uh, it's absolutely horrible. They're, they're really bad. Uh, you feel for Flores, comes in, takes that team on, former Belichick uh, assistant, former defensive coordinator for Belichick, Took Belichick, we thought maybe Belichick and Brady would have a little, you know, let up on him a little bit, ah, it's Flores, He's used to be our guy, Go uh, not so fast, no, Bill Belichick put a foot on his throat, I mean, like, he had no mercy, bro, no mercy whatsoever, but, you know, the thing is, like, it's a tough deal right here, man, like. If your floor is your locker room, you got a guy like Mika fin- pa- Fitzpatrick, uh, 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 you know, arguably your top defensive back, you know, he don't want to be there. You know He wants out. And apparently there's like something like 19 or 20 teams that want him, which I can understand. The guy's a real good player. Yeah. But, and I said this during the week, last week I should say, I heard some of the guys on TV talking about it on the studio shows uh, before the NFL games yesterday. It's a tough, that's a tough look. That's tough when you got a guy in your locker room that don't want to be there. And he's starting. You know, he's starting. You know, I mean I'm not saying he's dogging on the field, but it's like how how is it that, you know, you, you 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 know, you how is it that you have this guy on your team in your locker room and he's starting? I, I understand how good he is. He don't want to be there. I know, maybe I'm old school, but I I, I gotta be honest, I bench him. Here's uh, why, Bruce. No, no, hit me out. Here's why, dude. This guy playing, you are now allowing him to have an open audition for other teams. So what he's doing is an open audition, right? I understand you, you, you lose you get losing every game anyway for the most part you're gonna lose every game right you stink why play him you know you want to be off the team be- fine bench him do whatever go I I just I'm sorry if you don't want to be there I don't want you on my team. That's just me. Uh, well,
1: and, and, um, and that's fair. I mean, I, I can make the argument you don't want him to get hurt either. Uh, why play him if you're going to try and move him and try and get rid of him?
2: Um, oh, from a business perspective, yeah. you're saying, right? Well, that's true. I didn't think it
1: if he If he all of a sudden tears his ACL, you're not going to get anything for him. Yeah, yeah, right. It is no one I mean, from from that perspective as point. well. No, if he wants out and you're going to move him, then yeah. I want to try and keep that asset healthy.
2: Yeah. Why business, put them right. from
1: a business perspective? Why put him on the field?
2: Right. If I'm right.
1: if I'm trying to move him? now, you mentioned the amount of teams they reportedly want a first round draft choice. The reports before the game yesterday is that the Dolphins uh, franchise are. Uh, they expect to move Fitzpatrick this week. So we'll see mm. where Minka does uh, the, does end up. But, Taz, they are, you know, it, regardless if, it, if he's on the field or not, they're bad. They're real bad. And ba- well. they've got no juice on the sideline. There was a there was a, a shot yesterday early on in the game where they showed Fitzpatrick sitting on the bench.
2: Which Fitzpatrick? Uh, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan
1: Fitzpatrick, yeah. Mr. Beard and all, sitting on the bench, Taz. And if you could have put, like, one of those cartoon, like, what you're thinking, like, you know, like, you could have, like, it was, he looked, like, so defeated and beaten down. And the score at that stage, I think, I think if the score at that stage was maybe, like, it was, like, 13 nothing. At that and he just looked. Oh my God! Like
2: this yeah. is just terrible. But see, but see, that's funny. And you're right because, uh, and for a good chunk of the game, it was it was manageable. It was right. thirteen nothing. The Patriots. They, they didn't. If you didn't watch this game, and I watched a lot of it, they won the game forty-three to nothing. They didn't roll them. I mean, they no, rolled them. No, this wasn't in the Baltimore. Quarter. This wasn't Baltimore fake right. punt second quarter right, up thirty-five right, right, right. nothing. Yeah. No. 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 But I I know the shot you're talking about with the beard. He's sitting there. and He's miserable. Uh, what is he thinking? He's like, geez, I got a Harvard degree. Why am I here? Right, that's what he's probably thinking. No, you're no, but, but Taz, no.
1: there were, there were, t- yeah, right. Go
2: ahead. No, but sorry. here's what I'm gonna say about Josh Rosen because he came into play. Right, he did as you know, you know he 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 almost got injured. bad and they he checked did. him out, man. I I thought he either tore his knee up or his ankle. They looked at his ankle. I thought it was his knee. And the kid got up and was okay. I was I surprised. surprised, dude. I thought he was done. You I thought it, they were right? going to
1: call for the car. Yeah,
2: I, me too. I said, "Oh man, this poor guy can't catch a break." I know. I thought he was done. And the Dolphins were wearing those awesome throwback uniforms. I, I love the unis. Oh, I, I love that. They had to, that that and the Rams, The Rams throwback uniform, and the Dol- and the Buccaneers. Those three are my favorite. Uh, you know. Yeah, I would go. I jokes.
1: right. I'd go Bucks, Miami, Rams in that order, probably. But,
2: okay. Uh, la 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 la. I'm gonna go. I'm with you. I'm with you. We agree.
1: I That would be my three. Miami, I love those, bu-
2: those. Tampa Bay old school creams Cream are probably my favorite. With the Buccaneer gimmick guy on the helmet. Uh, Billy Buck, whatever it is. We don't know the name of the man. I don't know the name of that guy. You might, Moose. I don't. I wish I I don't. I don't know it's the not name. Not Billy. I, it's probably not Billy. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Benji the Buccaneer.
0: <laughs> but, Taz, look at Miami here. Yeah.
1: If you look at Miami, where where are they winning a game, right? Just quickly here. Right. At Dallas this week, are they winning? No. It's not. Los happening. Angeles Chargers home. Nope. Bye week. <laughs>
2: That's a win. They'll win the bye That's week. a win for us. They whole. they got one there. Yes. They uh one. Redskins home. No. They could
1: be Washington. Listen, I'm really gonna tell bad. you
2: that that's true. Wait a minute. Let me bet. they
1: could be Washington. If they listen <laughs> they could be Washington, I'm telling you. If
2: you just joined in this program, Moose season. Moose is a big Redskin I am. fan. Yeah, they could be Washington. But he's, an, he's a realistic Redskins fan. That's what they all tell I you. Am. I've never heard you ever. I'm doing a show at you about eighteen months, nine yeah. days, three hours, whatever it is. I gotta tell you, and I knew you before the show, I have never, ever heard you say one thing positive about your Redskins. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I have never, Mike. You're right. Have you ever heard him say one (laughs) word positive? (laughs) No. He he won't say like even a lot of negative. He's just like in <laughs> indifferent. <laughs> I am He's saying just I'm so beaten down. It's just you're re- you're really just it's up to on positive.
1: This might be the first positive in nineteen months, right? The Terry McLaurin, the the wide receiver out of Ohio State, yeah. he could play. Yeah, the he kid, can the, right. that kid could play. He could play. He can, he can play. Uh, and he had four catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. They're so inept. They're so inept. They really and are. They really, and they, Trent Williams has got
2: to be laughing. So yeah. that game, <laughs> that's true, you're right. Offensive tackle. That game's down in Miami. That game with the Dolphins and Redskins, there's a, that could be. That <laughs> could be for the number one pick. That could be Stinkfest Jones. Oh, no By doubt. By the way, I have some news for you. Yeah. Uh, not breaking news. Uh, Captain Fear is the Buccaneers' mascot.
1: Captain Fear. There you go. our
2: mascot research team found that out for us. But if you look, okay, so quickly here. Captain Fear. Washington
1: home, they could win that game. They're not beating Buffalo and Buffalo. They're not going to beat Pittsburgh. We're
2: going back to the – no, here.
1: There's only – okay, Buffalo and Buffalo, they're not winning that. No, that's not Just winnable. Washington's a winnable game. Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh, even with Rudolph at quarterback, I don't think they're winning that game. I agree. Jets at home. And you would expect well, Donald to be back for the Jets. How many weeks? That's four weeks away. That's Week Nine. Week Nine. Yeah, he'll be back.
2: Donald'll be back.
1: Yeah, he'll be back. We're talking about early November okay. at Indianapolis, Buffalo. Oh, bro, you're going 100
2: miles now. I'm trying to keep I'm
1: up. I'm sorry. With what, what team are you on? I'm on Jets. <laughs> Jets down in Miami. Just look at this winnable <laughs> here. Winnable that. Jets uh-huh. down in Miami. That's not a winnable. I mean, is it winnable? I
2: guess, but the Jets will beat them at Indianapolis. They're Not being uh, the Colts. I don't know. Brissett, he'll look like he'll look like Brady. Buffalo home. Unless they're not beating. They're home. not beating.
1: At Cleveland. Uh, no. 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 Philadelphia, Philadelphia home. Up. Uh n- no. At the Jets. No. At the Giants. That might be winnable. Um Giants are terrible too. Uh I Giants did, I, December I, I, I fifteen
2: th- Daniel Jones at quarterback. I I, I like the Giants in that one. All right. I Cincinnati do. home. I think Cincinnati is gonna beat I think Cincinnati they won last week. Their new coach, Zach Taylor. They're gonna figure this thing out. They're gonna be actually pretty I mean, I'm not a big okay. Dalton guy, but uh, and, yeah, I don't think they're beating I think the Dolphins close, will lose that game too.
1: They close the year at New England. Good luck on that one. Go
2: Pass! That's another beat. You might look at the only winnable game is it's your team. Is my team. Ah <laughs> the only winnable game <laughs> would be the Skins. Now if one of those teams happened to lose to them, like my Bills, how embarrassing. Oh that would my
1: be. god, it's terrible. <laughs>
2: Ooh. I'm that's gonna, terrible. I'm that's the lying.
1: fear one, where you
2: don't want to lose to a team
1: as bad as Miami. And team. my
2: team's that type of team that's on the cock I'm all cocky now. We're 2-0. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Come on, bring it on, baby. Uh, uh, yeah. We come back. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll talk to Mark Like We'll run around the National Football League. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio.
0: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's a Monday, reacting
1: to week two, the Sunday that was. Got a big Monday night affair. Interesting Monday night affair tonight Uh, with the Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Uh, Cleveland uh, out at MetLife Stadium. The Jets trying to find a way to win a game with their backup quarterback in Trevor Simeon. They're also their star first-year linebacker with them. C.J. Mosley out as well with that groin issue. Um, we know Le'Veon Bell is going to play, but he's got a banged-up shoulder. Quincy Noon was second time he's had a neck injury. Taz, very talented young wide receiver, which is, as we talked about, when that news came out at the time, you know uh, a lot about neck injuries, and yeah. he suffers uh, another neck injury uh, for him in his young career. Mm. You feel bad for him. Tough as his, as his season is over. Quincy yeah.
2: Noon sucks. Sucks for a young guy yeah. like that, for sure. So, I would say... You know, it's going to be a hell of a battle tonight, but I mean, if you're Monday Night Football, what's that, ESPN, I don't think it is, they can't be too happy. With, the, with Donald, you figure you're going to get Donald going at Mayfield, well, that's not happening. You're going to have Donald on the sideline in a sweatsuit. Uh, Trevor Simeon Jones, that's yes. not his real name, but you know who he is. No, yeah, correct. So he's not exactly going to move the needle, but we'll see. Uh, well, two good running backs having it. My guy, uh, Nick Chubb, was on my fantasy football team, and then we got Lev Bell. So that should be good. A couple of good receivers going at it. Yeah, you know, I'll be locked in. You? I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, into it. Uh, did we predict this game? You, me, on your? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think so. Neither of us did. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't.
1: I don't think we made a pick on this game. All right. I don't. Uh, I don't remember. Right. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't. We can make a pick later on. You Taz, you had Browns minus six.
2: Right. I made my pick. You <laughs> nice.
1: You like that pick? I do like that yeah. pick. I'd right. go with the Browns as well. Andrew, you like that pick?
4: I do. Okay. Shut up! Uh, What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. It's good to see you again. Lewis as well. So the Saints lost Drew Brees in the first quarter yesterday in L.A. They weren't losing to the Rams, though, until the third. Gary Goff brings his team to the line with Gurley behind him. He takes the snap. He tosses left. Gurley behind his block. Sprinting to the left side.
0: And in! Touchdown, Todd Gurley! Touchdown, L.A.
4: With 5.39 to go in the third, the Rams have the first touchdown of Week 2. J.B. Long on Rams Radio. L.A.Q.B. Jared Goff passing and rushing scores after Gurley's TD for a 27-9 Rams win. As for Breeze, he has reportedly seen a specialist already and is dealing probably with a ligament injury in his right thumb. The Saints should know later today how much time Breeze misses, if any. And then there's the right elbow injury Ben Roethlisberger suffered in the Steelers' 28-26 home loss to the Seahawks. Big Ben recoiled that they're throwing a first half pass. Didn't speak to reporters post game. Right now, ESPN reporting that a decision comes today on whether or not Big Ben needs surgery. Antonio Brown caught a touchdown pass in his Patriots debut yesterday, a forty-three nothing route in Miami. His accuser, Brittany Taylor, expected to meet today with League Investigators. Back on the field, the Falcons fought off the Eagles last night, 24-20. Julio Jones, a 54-yard catch and run for the go-ahead points with 2.10 to play. Philly played most of this one without receivers to Sean Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey, and Carson Wentz went through concussion protocol in the first half. For the first time in his short career, Patrick Mahomes didn't produce points in the first quarter yesterday. He fixed that on the first play of the second. Mahomes throwing left, wide open to Marcus
0: Robinson, inside
4: the five, touchdown, Kansas City! That's Mitch Holtus on Chiefs Radio. Mahomes threw for 278 yards and four scores in that second quarter. It's the most passing yards in a quarter since Breeze had 294 in a fourth quarter back in 2008. Mahomes and the Chiefs won in Oakland 28-10. The Dodgers scored once in the eighth, once in the ninth. They beat the Mets 5-3 last night. New York drops four games behind the Cubs for the second NL wildcard. Guys?
1: All right, thanks, Andrew. That's great, Andrew. Uh, thanks. Let's welcome aboard right now, Mark uh, Mark Herzlich, NFL analyst, college football analyst for the ACC Network, former linebacker at Boston College, with the Giants as well uh, in the National Football League. Hey, Mark Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning, buddy. Hey, Mark, what's up?
3: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, you got it, Mark. Um, you know, let's start with the NFL, certainly in a team uh, that you know and you played for, um, and that is the Giants here. You know, Taz and I were talking about a little bit earlier on. I mean, another ugly performance yesterday at home against the Buffalo Bills. We know Eli Manning there. You've got Daniel Jones. You know, when do you think that transition is? Some would say not now. Some would say make the argument transition now. Get the young quarterback as much experience as you can. This Giant team's not going anywhere. What about from your perspectives, Mark? What do you see when you look at that quarterback spot for the Giants here moving forward?
3: Yeah, it's, um, you know, I I think that it's too early to throw him in full-time, but I don't think it's a problem at all getting him playing time. Uh, you know, especially the past couple of games where it's been obvious in the start of the second half that the game is pretty much out of hand. Um, and, and it doesn't show on the scoreboard is out of hand. It's just as you watch the game, you just see absolutely nothing uh, sparked by the offense. The defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. So, it's a it's a very concerning time I think for Giants fans they're watching their team implode almost and and the carryover that they were hoping to see from last year in Pat Shermer's second year as head coach and second year with a new offense and second year with a new defense you're hoping there's more continuity and there's some uh, you know sparks um, especially with all the changes that general manager um, the general manager made it and they haven't seen any of it. So I definitely think that Daniel Jones is the bright spot of the future. Um, I think Eli Manning has, you know, he's played in a way that, uh, doesn't allow a ton of success for the team. I mean, he's only had eight throws over 20 yards in the first two games and he's three for eight and zero touchdowns and one interception. So, you know, when you're not able to get the ball down the field, um, maybe due to receivers or, or whatever it is, you start to say, okay, let me see what I saw from that young guy, Daniel Jones, in the preseason. And I think that after week four, I think that's when a lot of general managers start to look at their team and say, okay, we've gone through the first quarter of the season, what changes do we need to make? And and I think that week four is a time that you might see, or after week four, week five, is when you might see a change, um, but I think it's too soon so far.
2: Mark, let me ask you, you know, because I, I watched this game, too, and, and you could tell, like, the energy, the difference with a young quarterback like Josh Allen for the Bills, and there was a different type of – just watching it on TV, it resonated a different type of energy to the point you're kind of making. With Eli, there was a different type of – not the same energy. From a defensive perspective, as a guy like yourself who's been at the highest elite level, you've been across some, some great offenses, some bad offenses, and all different type of offenses – can you feel that difference? So if you're across from a veteran guy who doesn't have that same energy energy, maybe he's in he's long in the tooth as a player, no disrespect on Eli, but you get where I'm going. Can you feel that as a defensive player we can tee off on this guy as opposed to as opposed to that young gunslinger that all right, well, he's got a certain kind of energy, we kinda of have to be a little reserved here. You know, bring us into a defensive huddle or defense or a linebacker's mindset.
3: Yeah, it's actually interesting. It's it's funny. It's almost the opposite of what you're saying. You're, you, you you sense that that young guy's energy and maybe excitement, and you say, okay, let's use that against them. You know, it's sometimes when you go against the the guy who's long in the tooth, the veteran, the you know Tom Brady, the Drew Brees, it's not an obvious energy, right? Like they have a, a poise about them, and I think that a poise is something that these quarterbacks develop as they go on in their careers. But you know, I remember, you know, early in Kirk Cousins' career, I was lined up across from him, and, and it was like, yeah, he had energy, but it was almost nervous energy. Mm. And so, like, you can tee off on that. So, you know, there's a a, a distinct difference between a confident energy and, and like, a poise right. versus a, a nervous energy. He's panicked. And, yeah. <laughs> and you can, like, see it in their eyes when really? they're lining that's, up. They have, like, crazy. these wide eyes, and you're just like, Oh, this boy.
0: Yeah, we got he's,
3: him. <laughs> he's going to have a rough day. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for for Eli specifically, you know, there's I think that frustration is you barely see any energy. Like you don't mm. see a um but you never have, right? It's never like you've been like, "Oh my gosh, Eli, look at him. He's so energetic." Right.
2: It's, That's true. Just, he's yeah. never
3: been that way. Yeah. So, um I think Giants fans can put up with that when you're winning. Um, but you know, consistently losing, you say, okay, well, what's the one position that can change that right now? And it's always in football, the quarterback position. If you have a great quarterback, you have a better chance of winning. If you don't have as good a quarterback, then you don't have as good a chance of winning. So the idea is, do we make that change right now and see what Daniel Jones can do? Or, you know, in my opinion, what they should do is continue with Eli for this year or at least for most of this year, Daniel Jones needs to have this real-life game experience, but part of that game experience comes from being on the sidelines and listening to the plays being called and listening to how fast everything happens. And then once he goes in, he'll have a better idea because he's been you know, shadowing Eli, for lack of a better term.
1: You know, Mark. Um, which team? You know, if the Roethlisberger elbow injury is significant, and the Breeze injury to his thumb is significant, Steelers or Saints? Which one of those teams do you think could still have a successful year without their star quarterback?
3: Well, I think the I think the Saints. Um, I think that you know, Alvin Kamara brings so much out of the backfield, and Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback who you know has done it. You know, he he's done, he's been successful. Um, with the Vikings, uh, in you know, in one year at least, and um, he's a guy who seems to have. You know, when you talk about you talk about energy at the quarterback position, he seems to just have the ear and the minds of the players, and, and you so you saw it last year through the playoffs and everything, where you know, he was so involved, um, not necessarily on the field, and I think. The multiple personnel, the multiple formations that, that they run, um, you know, sometimes they have multiple quarterbacks on the field anyways. I think the Saints are set up um, to, yes, highlight Drew Brees' uh, arm ability and his ability to make plays, but they have so many other weapons that I think the Saints uh, are in better shape to thrive without their quarterback.
2: Well, you speak of weapons, uh, Mark. i got to ask you, from, from a defense, defensive perspective, how you know, how good – is this, you know, uh, as a defensive player going against, I'm saying a great offense like the Patriots. That's where I'm going. How good is yeah. this Patriots team? They have just a plethora of weapons from Edelman to, obviously, Antonio Brown now and Josh Gordon. Tom Brady, well-documented. Sony Michelle. I mean, they, Lacoste at tight end. I mean, how do you figure this out as a defensive player or de- as a defensive coordinator?
3: Well, you know, it's uh, – I think, you know, one guy it's fun to highlight is Matt Lacoste, and, and he – he was on the practice squad at the Giants for many years with me. And, um, you know, it's, I think I love to, to see how he's thriving because you know, we saw flashes, um, of him in New York Giants, but he didn't have a big name. Like right. he wasn't the guy. And what I love about the New England Patriots, are they take these guys that, that they see the flashes from and they give them opportunities. And Malakos is a guy who come in and, and get opportunities and, and, you know he's playing well for them, but you're exactly right. This is going to be the scariest New England Patriots offense that we've seen maybe in 15 years. You know they they have weapons, and a lot of times Tom Brady has Bill, to do I, it with uh, Taz. You know, I'm sorry for your Bills. Yeah, see, see, but this time he is going to do it with everybody.
2: See, Mark, the thing is, I'm a Bills fan, so yeah, Moose Taz, is just apologizing. I just said I'm sorry, <laughs> Taz. I'm sorry. It's over. <laughs> It's over. Right? Be happy you're two and zero. You're not winning the division. I just want the season to end right now, Mark. I'm happy as a Bills fan. We're good. Two zero. We're good. Right? Taz like get me to the new year. That's it. We're done.
1: I want to yeah. get to the draft next year.
3: Wouldn't that be nice? It yeah. would be.
1: Uh, Mark, uh, you know, close out uh, the conversation where where you look at um, you know in terms of um, you know around the league when you look at the the Browns tonight in the Monday night game. What kind? Of, do you think they got uh, humbled enough with their week one performance against Tennessee? What do you expect to see tonight in the Monday night affair against the Jets?
3: Well, I think that it's interesting. The Browns, I, I feel like, I feel like, you, know, you talk about humble pie and New England Patriots and all that stuff. I feel like they're kind of the opposite team. They need to. They got kind of to thrive off of this, like cocky mentality right. um and and it starts with their quarterback and you, know, you just bring in different pieces of cockiness on the, on the outside and like you know sometimes you know, you just gotta be the bully right so you, you can't be so finesse oriented and, and sometimes when you're that cocky you gotta you know you gotta throw fists and get up and, and start you know fighting first and so i think that that's going to be the key to the brown success you know they got to it's not just backing up their, their talk. It's more so, let me, let me go out and prove that I can dominate physically and then we can get to the dances and the celebrations and, and, you know, the limelight afterwards. So I, I look for them to be physical early and, um, you know, they got to get rid of get rid of big penalties that hurt them last game. And, and do you know, they have a lot of potential, but it's, it's how can they harness, um, a lot of their emotions into you know, going out and, Kicking the snot out of somebody.
1: Hey, Mark, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. And thanks for cutting out a couple minutes for us. That's
2: a lot, Mark. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks. Take you care, man. It.
1: Mark Herzlich, NFL analyst, ACC Network. Check him out. Does college as well. Uh, you know, cancer survivor, great story at Boston College, special sure. yeah. Football League with the Giants. Uh, it has uh, a wonderful young story, a, a very good young man, and uh, does a good job as an analyst. And he does. basically said, uh, you know, if you're a fan of yeah. any other AFC team, uh, good night, the lights. <laughs>
2: Go that's more or less it's what he said. It's the says. best Patriot that's offense in 15, in 15 years. years. <laughs> and you looked at me like, "Ugh, you're in trouble. Buddy. And I looked <laughs> at a, you like I am. I'm glad uh, my team stinks. Yeah. You, yeah and you have, we're in the other conference. you, you Redskins. You have zero, have no zero expectations. <laughs> no hope whatsoever. <laughs> it doesn't bother me when they lose oh, because I know going into it, oh they're a terrible God. team. And that's the thing now. It's like, you know, now I, I, as a Bills fan, like now, now you're like, and now everybody's talking, they're talking positive about the Bills. Like oh yeah, Josh Allen. Like there's all this oh the running back. You know, look at Gore. A lot right? of positivity. Gore, the way Gore's running the ball. He looks like he's 25 years old. Looks great. He looks great, and all that's great now. It's all great now. Moose Gore and Brady. I, I, they they must work. They never age. That's a good. That's a good thing, right there. Gore and Tom Brady, those two, right? The they never age. Shit, Frank age. Gore could be running the football ten years from now. <laughs> he's, unpo- I, dude. It, oh, it oh. never ages. When I heard we got him, I'm like, oh god, not this guy's a relic. Stop. And then I saw him on the field in the preseason. I'm like, whoa, he's in pretty good shape. Yeah. And now in the regular season, he looks like a kid. He looks ripped. Well, and the other thing is, you've
1: got to be some kind of athlete to come back from the knee injuries that he's come back from. True. True. and Still be playing at a high level. I mean, you're not. You're talking about multiple ACL injuries that Frank Gore has suffered. That's a good
2: point. Um, a and be able point. to play
1: at this level, at this stage, and take the beating and not lose a step. There's, there's a lot to be said about that with Frank Gore. He,
2: dude, he trucked a guy. I don't remember who was near the goal line yesterday in the Giants. Dude, he re-trucked this dude. Literally ran him over a kid that was probably 10 or 12 years younger than him. Trucked the hell out of him. So uh, and I am yeah. like, yeah,
0: yeah, go. <laughs> that is for Frankie
2: right. Gore. Yes, he yeah. can roll it. Get the Bengals next week, baby. Up yes. in yes, up in the Buff, up in Buffalo. Yes. The only New York spot you can watch an NFL game. Yes, Buffalo, yes. New York.
1: That's it. They're celebrating Bills Mafia.
2: Bengals are coming to town. Watch I out I'm for to that the game. sobs up there. You know, Jr. wants to go to a game because we're both friends with Cody Ford, offensive lineman who played for Oklahoma. There you go. Yeah, we might go to a little game, me and JR. Maybe,
1: maybe next week some member of the Bills Mafia will light themselves on fire pregame. That could happen. celebration. They would have loved to be at the Titans Tables. game. Tables. Just
2: throw themselves on the sideline. Right. Tables fire on fire. Fire going on.
1: Right. Bills are coming to town. You know what that means? Uh, a lot of drinking. Tables on fire and public sex.
2: Taz and the Moose right
1: That's here on That's it, this lovely CBS Monday. Sports Radio.
0: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You got
2: something over there good
0: guy. All right,
1: time right now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day,
0: brought to you by...
1: O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is: Frank in Jersey, do my Jets have any shot tonight for the versus the Browns? I mean, I think you have a chance. Uh, I think Simeon will embarrass himself. I just worry about that secondary being able to hold up, and you know the Browns are going to play a sloppy, unfocused football game once again. Taz. Yeah. That, that, yeah. If they do, yeah, the Jets can win.
2: Sure. Don't could, could
1: forget, you can submit a question by going to cbsportsradio. SportsRadio.com slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day.
2: I'm a little distracted. That's why I couldn't talk to Frank in New Jersey, but you handled it perfectly, Moose. Yeah. Now, now I go into the men's room, you know. It's like, yeah, we get this situation. You've seen this. You've been in a lot of men's rooms in your career. And you know, all over different. Well, I don't buildings. Even know what that means. Well, I'm just saying. You know, you're always traveling, you're always working somewhere. You're a big studio guy, and like I am. You know, we, just, we we're always in men's rooms. So anyway, at separate times. My point is, let me get off that topic. So here's okay. the thing: um, you go into the men's room, and you're at the urinal, and then you hear a guy. This just happened to me here, and he's he walks into the men's room on the phone, and his conversation is for public consumption, and he's obviously talking to his buddy. Okay, and he's talking about his wife's job, and she's transferring, and meanwhile he's he's doing number one, and I it's like a full like a fountain going on in that in that in that, in that, that one stall, while he's talking to this guy. It's like <laughs> it's like, like how like and I thought of you Moose because I'm thinking I wonder if Moose is like me where this is awkward, like I can't go stay on the phone with somebody while I am doing number one. What a full FDNY fire hose type of flow. Like, I can't do that.
1: I never really thought about it.
2: I, I would never... You I, wouldn't do that, right? No, no, no. I don't usually talk to people. On That's what I'm phone. saying. It's weird. That's right, Mike, right? You feel like have you? this is the thing you do, too, or no?
0: Well, yes, I would feel uncomfortable yeah. with it. I don't I like I thought it that. was
2: just me. Pete, you're the same?
0: Yeah, afraid of it dropping into the toilet, too.
2: What dropping? The, the phone. Oh. oh, the phone. Okay, I got it. Yes. Next. FaceTime. <laughs>
1: the <theory>. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. yeah, that's strange. you able to work your way through it, though.
2: No, it was all right, bro. Just, just some things I observe. I feel like out no, I, I think strange. it's good to bring up understand. on the show. I thought maybe I we could more, have a conversation I'd be about more,
1: it. What would be more bothered by it was number two than number one?
2: Well, I mean, if the guy's sitting there and blow out at Yucca Flats yeah, and I mean. he's on the phone with you. No, but I don't need to. I don't, it's just I don't know how to say this on the radio, so that's why I'm not going to say anything more. So, it's just like when you're on the phone with, with me. Like, just don't if, go to the bathroom. Yeah, just I, your hand should be on the phone or on a pen it or the steering no, wheel or something. The That's all they should really go in the bathroom. Yeah, just keep it in your pocket. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree. That's all I'm saying. wholeheartedly just agree. Pocket. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, we'll do the undercard they, they, the, now. fair assessment. You want to do it now?
1: Sure.
0: Here we go. Right. Taz and the Moose present. The Undercard: The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. Michael, what have we got?
1: No. Buddy? All right, today is National Guacamole Day. Oh Ooh. God! Yeah, Are guac- you doing anything to
2: celebrate? Oh uh, yeah, I sleeping. Realize, I'm going to take was, a nap. I didn't even realize National Guacamole Day. I'll follow it under. Who gives a rat's ass? How do you become? How does it become National Guacamole Day, Mike?
1: I'm not familiar with the protocol for guacamole to get. Through I know it, how. I don't know.
2: I know how it happened because everything in this world today, everybody's worried about something. So you got to make sure guacamole's happy. It's a frigging plant or a seed. Next, the guacamole is great. Next, I love this is it. Is Wait, can I? I got gotcha. you. All right. Hold on. I was
1: what? just curious. How do you? Why would you? Why would you single out national guacamole? Why would you single out guacamole and give it a day? Does no everything more. have? Does every food have its own day? Probably, Probably yeah. Is there National Cereal Day? I don't sure know. There is National Hot Dog Day.
2: There is actually. National Burger Day. The show's over though. But anyway,
1: National Pulled Pork Day. All right. Is there really National Pulled Pork Day?
2: I don't know. Michael Fox. National
1: out. Cereal Day, September 17th, so I think it's tomorrow. Go. <laughs> That's good stuff, brother. Thank you. you um, too. Mike, Pete, good job. Good to have you back, Pete, and uh, Bogush as well. Folks, enjoy your Monday, everybody. Peace.
0: There's got to be a 10-second runoff here.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.